Welcome to Pull a Pin Ready, a place where average veterans come to share their opinions about the world we live in. We can't guarantee you're going to like our opinions. But we promise we're going to enjoy giving them to you. I'm Jim. And I'm Mike. Let's pull the pin. All right, Mike. What are we pulling the pin on today? Wow. Something that no one in America cares about. (laughs) (laughs) What a great show already. I know, right? The Second Amendment. Second Amendment. Yeah. Now, which one is that? That's the one where, you know, you have freedom of speech. No, no, that's incorrect now. No, that's that's not it. No, I think it's assembly. Oh, no, that's still in the first, right? Yeah, the first. Yeah. Uh, yeah, The the right to bear arms. Oh, it's got something to do with bears. Yeah, bears. Bears, bears arms. arms. The The right to have a bear tattoo on your arm. That's Got it, got it, got it. Do you have tattoos, Mike? No, I don't. I don't believe in them. Oh, wow. Interesting. That's weird. Yeah. We're military guys. Neither one of us have tattoos. You don't have a tattoo? I don't have a tattoo. Wow. I'm not an intentional did, one. I might have been branded sometime in a, you know, but I don't have a tattoo. Don't show it on the air. No, not even. <laughs> but since tattoos have nothing to do with uh, the Second Amendment, um, right. that's more First Amendment. Mm-hmm. Um, the Second Amendment. I got a little cheat sheet over here. It says the Second Amendment, just a little short blurb. You know, I'm not going to read through everything. It says a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Yes. So the first thing I want to just comment on that is their commas. So Mm -hmm. in the fact that they are commas separating each of those uh, ideas or concepts, does that make them one? Does that make them separate? Does that make them what? Mm. As a question, Mike. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I think that that makes them uh, separate, but together. What are we talking about here? That was a perfect answer. Well, look at the the first part of that. A well-regulated militia. Yeah. So one could take that that this, all the rest of it only applies to a well-regulated militia. Yeah. So that would easily say that, well, you, Mike, the citizen at home, are not a well-regulated militia, so therefore you may not have the right to arms arm bears. (laughs) 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 You might not have a right to a bear's arms or to bear arms, right? You got it. So that would be the first question. Yeah, that would be the first one. But then, excuse me, then you have the next part that says uh, the security of a free state. Right. But that that kind of to me, like it, it almost says who, why? Yeah. So a, like a, a well-regulated militia. No right. Because yeah. the security of a free state is important. Yes. Right. So hmm. therefore, would you think it would be I'm, I'm not like a constitutional lawyer and I, I can't even pretend to be one. But as an average person reading that, you know, how would you interpret that and what would give uh, your argument a, a stand to say whether you believe it's only for militia or is it for an average citizen? Well, then it's a lot. That's why I said a free state. What, what constitutes the state being free or not free? You know what I mean? So it's like that's when it's ne- a well-regulated uh, militia when it's necessary. When necessary. You, you get what I'm saying? Militia. Well, who were back then? Who were, who were the militia? 
average citizens who banded together, right? Right. Yeah. So that's why people are taking it like, uh, you know, individual, their individual right right now. Okay, we'll, we'll take this slowly. So based on what you just said, yeah. would that mean that you don't have the right to have a personal uh, or bear arms or, or whatever? You don't have the right to bear arms until the militia is needed. That's the way I read it, yeah. So in other words, a common citizen should not have a weapon, and then once they need one, they're allowed to get one. Yeah, which is dumb. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> we can yeah. we can agree if we if we do buy that interpretation, that's the yeah. stupidest thing in the world because yeah. where you're going to get one when you need one. Exactly. <laughs> is there well well regulated arms room somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> hey, when you need it, come here. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I understand that, but um, I believe it to be you can arm yourself, right? You can be armed in case. It's needed, you know, later on. That's the way I read it. Right. But now, now does it, is it now say only for the security of a free state, not the individual? Right. Like uh, protecting your home. Well, is your home, you know, I I just want to, you know, like I said, I I can tell you where I stand on it, period, but I'm just trying to give a fair estimate of what I'm reading. Is, is, Is your home worthy of a free state or is your community what they're talking about? I think the state is the community. But is the community, is your home the community? Can you justify protecting your home? Over a free state as in being your community. To me, you can't use it. To me, no, you can't use the right to bear arms with that one. To protect your home. Right. So you don't think people should have their have be able to have arms or weapons in their homes? Hell no, I'm not saying that neither. But I'm still (laughs) 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 But what I am saying is with that right there, that second amendment, if someone if I break into Jim's house, he to me, he can't use the second amendment as a defense. Okay. Okay. So you're you're saying, well, I'm not a uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, are, are we, if we're talking about the, the definition we've covered through so far, I, I would agree with that. You right. know, I don't think that that's really what they're trying to do, protect a free state. Um, but if we move into the next portion of it, it says the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed is the last part. But if that is one continuous sentence that that's broken down into the who, what, where, when, and you know how, um, then yeah, that, that all makes sense. Like it, it, it almost makes sense. Like maybe we've taken the second amendment too far. Yeah. So, but yeah, this is weird, man, because this is a, this is one of those topics where I agree we've taken it too far, but in a sense, I don't mind where we are. You know, and I, and well, I guess that's the big dilemma. That's the, the elephant in the room is like, yeah. what right do you have to protect yourself? Period. Right. You know, whether it's covered in the amendment or not, I mean, do you have the right to protect yourself? Right. I mean, one would argue, take the arms out of it. Take the arms out of it. Yeah. (laughs) Take the the weapons away. And if someone were to confront you and start uh, attacking you in whatever means, do you have the right to defend yourself? Right. So. I would say yes. Right. I mean, I would I would assume that our entire constitution and all the things that that exist about this country is 
designed to protect people from other people infringing on them and their rights. Well, I think it's more designed to protect the people from the government. Sure. Yeah, 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 when the government gets too much power. You're you're talking about the Constitution. I'm just talking in general, most of the protections put into place for not even just Americans, for just people in general, is that everyone has the right to live their lives in any way they see fit, as long as they're not infringing on someone else. Pursuit of happiness. Yeah, that that to me is the general concept of all of it. So with that concept and this Constitution, and if we go your angle, which is actually pretty interesting, if, if this was created to protect us from the government. Now that kind of, to me, changes the whole definition of all this. Right. Because if you're not, if you're protecting your state from the government, where are you going to have a militia? You're not. Because the government is the one that protects us from other enemies, foreign enemies. So they have a militia. Right. Well, I think, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm saying, so if you're looking at from that approach, if that was the intent to protect the citizens from the government that starts to overreach, then I would have to believe that a well-regulated, wow, let me try that again. A (laughs) well-regulated militia is just everyday people. Exactly. So then you would be able to have it in your house. You would probably have to define well-regulated. There you go. Every citizen having a weapon in their house would be considered well-regulated. But we do have checks and balances that you have to register. You have to not be a felon. So there is some regulation, but that's also by the government. Some people would say, uh, where did that just happen? The the guy who shot the two guys and little kid who traveled to protect, uh, traveled across the border with his uh, shotgun and then he ended up shooting a couple uh, guys. Right, right, right. Written, written, written house kid. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Is it written house, kitten house, whatever. Written, written you know? something like that, yeah. Yeah, because some people would say that was a well-regulated militia, you know? And they were there to protect the uh, stores and some houses or whatever. I'm not well-versed on this uh, topic because, eh, I really didn't care, to be honest with you. But um, some people would say that was a well-regulated militia, right? And so they had the right to uh, keep and bear arms because they were trying to stop their rights, their property from being damaged or their rights from being infringed upon. Right. It it can be interpreted that way. As long as you're content with the property being able to be protected. Yeah. So it's not just, it doesn't just apply to people, it's, it applies to property. Yeah. Some people say the property is extension of the people who own it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I and I think in all fairness, you know, obviously, uh, you know, in the military, we, we all used guns. So obviously we're probably not you probably don't run into a lot of conscientious objectors um, no. with military backgrounds. But we all still have a good sense of, of why we're we're doing it. You know, I think most military do. Um, so I would even say, though, that my property is a little bit more subjective of a conversation than than. Like what what this kid did to me, protecting somebody's store and livelihood, I I think that would still not be just a clear cut thing. You know what I mean? Even like my vehicle, take for example, like if someone were to to carjack me or try to take my vehicle and I was even, let's say I was even armed at the time, you know, now would I risk taking his life over my vehicle? Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, that's a dilemma right there that I think... uh, 
you know, I, I may have the right to do it based on whatever definition your state laws or however this is interpreted. But morally, I guess I would say, is that really worth it? And if you're going to question that, then you have to question your business. Mm. But I also question your business because is your, is it, is it worth taking a life to protect your business is what I'm saying. Okay. For me, uh, I, I, I agree with you for one, if that person has a gun or a weapon, then you change like they, I mean, how else do what they carjack, you know, come up to you and just say, get out. Well, I mean, it could, yeah, but I, yeah, I would assume they have a weapon that way. or some, some, right. some display of force, obviously. Right. Right. And if they had some type of weapon and now you're threatening bodily harm. Right. To me. To me. So now, yeah. Right. But if, if, if they're, and no, if you perceive the threat that they're not really, they just need your car, they're just going to take your car, you know, or if you convince yourself to back out and they take your car, you de-escalate. you know, at that point, are you still going to get into a confrontation and risk, you know, a life over your vehicle? Now, I guess, the uh, point, yeah, I, guess okay. I guess I was pointing, I guess getting at is a lot of things. It, it, I think it's circumstantial too. I think once again, we go back to this black and white image of, you know, what's right and wrong. Yeah. When if you think about it, let's just say I'm a concealed carrier and I just happen to have my weapon in my vehicle. Right. So now if the guy's trying to get in my vehicle and take my vehicle, or I might have another weapon in my vehicle. Now, if he steals my vehicle, he has access to a weapon. I think mm. that changes the game for me and not just for somebody stealing my weapon, but it's now it has a tool for a thief, obviously a crook or criminal mm-hmm. to now have a tool where he can use and go hurt someone. The next one, he might use my weapon to go carjack a next person. So I think I can almost justify that protecting my vehicle and my property more than the first scenario where I wasn't really threatened. He was just stealing my car. Uh, yeah. Okay. I disagree, but okay. I just, Explain it. Yo, yeah. I mean, if somebody comes up to carjack me, they have a weapon. Yeah. You want mm, to get my property. You're threatening you're threatening me physically, right? So if they have a knife, a knife can kill me. And what they, when they're threatening you, they're telling you to get out, do this, do that. And if you refuse, okay, what are they threatening? They're threatening just to hurt you? No, they're threatening to kill you, possibly kill you. So okay. now, yeah, once the weapon's involved, or I don't... Just have that search chip below. Wow. Now it's on me. You set off your Google? Yeah, but no, if someone, if you are, well, I can't hear you through the uh, headphone. No, mine. But but no, if someone threatens you, uh, threatens you with bodily harm, then no, I'm sorry. Okay. So, so maybe the example is probably a little rough because you're always, there is life in in danger here. Let's say you're in the store while somebody's breaking into your car and taking it. Right. You know, now now counter that with having a weapon in the car or a child in the car. Once you introduce a life, obviously, we, we clearly can agree that we have the right to protect a life. Yeah. But now the property, can we protect the property? And, and I was merely suggesting that sometimes the circumstances could justify protecting the property. But I don't yeah. think it blanketly. I think ethically, you probably shouldn't be shooting people just because they're taking property or even damaging property. Right. You know, I think there's there's uh, procedures and policies in place for that. I agree. Even now, as we look around the world, like the Rittenhouse thing, I think he was probably well within his rights. uh, But I don't think it was necessary. Mm. 
So I can, I can make that claim where he, he was surely, you know, he had the guy had the right to protect his property because of the law and the constitution, whatever. But I just don't think it was necessary unless there was a circumstance. Like maybe the guy didn't have insurance and you were going to take away his whole livelihood when you burn it down or destroy it. Now you're talking about the kid who shot two or three people. Well, the kid, the kid was only there because of the owner. Right. The kid didn't just go out on his own and say, I'm going to go protect some store. Right. So the owner took it upon him to, to take some measures to protect his property, his investment. And I don't know if that is warranted. Okay. Well, well, uh, the kid allegedly traveled across state lines with the weapons to protect the owners. I think that's not true. I think that's not true. Okay. Just, just some bare facts in that stuff is the kid traveled across straight state lines, which happened to be in a city 20 minutes away from where it happened. And he worked in that city. So the only reason the state line came up is because he actually lives right across the state line, which is 20 minutes away. And he works in the city. I lived in Augusta and I worked in Edgefield, South Carolina. Right. Probably about 20 minutes away. Right. So I had to cross the state line to get there. Right. So when you say cross the state line, it it needs to be a matter of fact, cross the state line, not a matter of 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 complete uh, lack of reference. You know, when it first came out, it was referenced like the guy traveled all the way to this other state to, he did. to go do that. Well, he didn't really. It's 20 minutes away. He worked there. That's not. He lived life. in another state. Oh my God. He crossed the state line. I understand right? that. Okay. But 20 okay. minutes away. If, if I, if I was standing, if I lived right at the state line and I took two Here steps over. Yeah. Semantics. You like this semantics yeah. game. No, he like crossed. This. The, no, it's you. He crossed the state line. Yes. That's all. I That's can't all they were saying. argue that, but they're using that as, as to make an exaggerated point. Like he came way out of his way to go to this place. He didn't. He worked there. Jim, let me ask you a simple question. This is just type oh of conversation I like. Did he live yes. in a different state? Yes. So he did, in fact, cross the state line. Yes. To go with to the, the place, the town. With, no, well, yeah, the, he, wherever we'll, he was we'll address the firearm thing because I understand okay. it's not his. It was actually given to him by a friend that lived in the state. So oh, he so didn't he, cross he, the state he, line. He, the, the, the owner apparently asked a bunch of people to do this and someone else gave him the weapon. Apparently. <laughs> right. I, I, like I said, anything's an apparent. You said I was, you, when I said he crossed the state line, you said it wasn't true. No, but no, not with the weapon. Apparently he didn't cross with the weapon. Apparently. Okay. All right. We don't know. And so let me ask you this. So let's just say he drove across the state line to get gas. And then he got a phone call from this guy and said, Hey, can you help us? And then he went from the gas station, which was in the state to the place. Did he now cross state lines? Yeah. No, that's not exactly accurate. You're because you're saying that he crossed state lines to go do this. No, I'm answering your question. I'm not saying anything. Well, okay, right. you asked me, did he cross the state line? Yes. Are right, you playing semantics? I hate this. Game. I'm not. I'm just answering your question, man. All right. Let me finish the question. Then. Did okay, he cross ahead. the state line to go do this? Oh, I have no idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're a turd. Oh man, I love it. I love it. Okay. Yeah, so technically you're right. Yeah, he did cross oh, state lines. Technically, when I'm right, it always has to be a technicality. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, you're absolutely 100 percent correct, Mike. You are wow. You're the smartest guy in the room, in your room. Um 
that makes you (laughs) (laughs) that makes you right 100 or 100 yeah but the point i'm getting at is that was misleading and you're saying it like it's misleading. he crossed state lines. It really, it really was misleading. True, what but is misleading. misleading about it? you know who is when you say it's misleading. You know who says stuff like that? People who support his actions. Which part of his actions? Oh, when he shot the people, when he went there, and you know, well, he, now you're bunching a whole bunch of actions, and you're just assuming okay, that everybody just thought everything two he did things. was correct. It's not a whole bunch. For him to go there, yeah, I sure do support it. Uh, now when that you shoot the guys, you support it. Well, if he was shot at, sure. If he was oh, okay. being chased down, yeah. You just explained well, to me how somebody okay. was carjacking him or carjacking you, carjacking you, you would you'd be yeah, able to shoot him. But you said, okay, was he being attacked? Apparently, yes. Uh, okay, well. He was standing in front of the store. The first, they, they, they've got evidence. I mean, we could break this down another day if we want to go look at all the video. Mm-hmm. The point being is we're, we're trying to tackle like a moral, legal kind of, we can't even do legal because that state laws come in effect too. Yeah. So we can't Thank really you. be legal. Um, but morally, we, we're just trying to pro Second Amendment or how it applies and where we can stand on it. I, I think, well, like I said, I think he's he's... He's in, in his legal grounds to do that. But I even said, I don't think he should have been doing that unless there were yeah. circumstances where the owner absolutely needed his business protected. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I thought it was a question there. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm done with the questions because you're just going <laughs> to say no or I don't agree with you or something. Semantics. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Like I said, we started going, we both said earlier that uh, we don't know much about the story. Then we started <laughs> exactly going into little details like right. we know about it. But with everything that I've read, and I think it's a good case that we're going to talk about the Second Amendment. Um, from the video I saw, he wasn't protecting when, when the shots went off. He wasn't in front of the store defending it, but (laughs) I did see a couple of guys running up on him and, uh, you know, threatening him with bodily harm. Right. You you get what I mean? Uh, I didn't really see the gunshots, but I did hear it. Right. I didn't really, I couldn't, like if I was a a juror, I wouldn't be able to say definitively that I seen someone shooting at him, but I did hear gunshots and I saw people running at him. So, just with them running at him and attacking him, I was like, uh, okay, I would have done the same thing. Right, and to consider the fact he was running, he wasn't standing there just shooting at people randomly. He yeah, was running he had away. people coming up to the store. But he was, no, I'm saying the video you saw was when yeah. he was leaving, he was trying to get away, retreat. I don't, I don't know. Well, what was he doing? If he was trying I mean, to shoot was, people, I don't know he, if was, he was. I don't know if he was retreating from them. I don't know. I really and truly don't know that, you know? Right. I'm trying to play the same game you're playing. You're describing one video where people came and jumped on him. In that video that you're talking about, you gave him full justification to shoot. And I agree with you. Okay. Uh, Full justification to shoot. But also I can make the assumption that he wasn't standing there behind cover, just shooting random people. He was literally running away from these people, even though he had a weapon. Yeah. Okay. If that's what you say. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, what did you yeah. say? I'm not, like I said, I know he was running, but I can't say he was running away from them. What was he running for? I don't know. 
more ammunition? He already has I some. I don't know. Maybe something oh was going God. on down there and a bunch of people were you know running. What? We're doing a very, know. we're doing a big disservice. We're going to need <laughs> to dig into this a lot more if we're going to argue about this. Let's just, let's I'm not go. arguing. You're <laughs> Whatever. Whatever you're doing. <laughs> Second Amendment, you're for it? Yes. And to what extent? Uh... The way it is now, I, well, the way one side says it is, I think people should have the right to uh, keep and bear arms. But then you get into the assault weapons and things of that nature. And I do kind of not like it when people have all these assault weapons. I don't see a justification for Just it. Just give me one second. I've got to I got to take this in. I have to breathe for a second. I'm talking to a man in the military who fired an actual assault weapon, which is fully automatic, which assault weapon is not even a real word, um, but a man who actually fired a war weapon, which is fully automatic, saying that too many people have them? No, I never said too many people have them. I don't know how many people have those assault weapons. I don't, I don't Nobody know. has them because they're illegal. Oh, okay. Are you talking about an AR? AR, AK. AR doesn't stand for assault rifle to begin with. Okay, I never said it did. Right. So but what about an AK? Would you put an AK as an assault weapon? I have no idea. I, I fired it one time. I don't even know if it has a safety on it. Is it a fully automatic? A full, yeah, anything fully, fully automatic, automatic yeah. is, wow, is, is illegal. Yeah. It's been a long time. I, yeah. no, we've never trusted AKs. You even say when you go to combat, you find one. Don't trust it. It might shoot you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it was a common weapon out there. But my point is, is I, I don't, I don't even think people know what an assault rifle is. And almost, well, what, sound, what would you say, assault almost rifle? sound like you didn't know what assault. An AR-15 or whatever brand you have is not an assault rifle. It shoots no different than a pistol. Okay, so what would you squeeze? Do you believe there's like, such thing squeeze? as an assault rifle? Well, if you want to talk about assault, if I were to give an assault rifle definition, it's what the military carries. Fully automatic, putting 20, 30 rounds down range without stopping. They still have those? That's what we fired, didn't we? Yeah, but they changed it, man. It's three round bursts or whatever. Well, it had it had semi and auto, fully auto and semi. Yeah, but the the auto now, I believe, is just three. Oh man, we're really showing how. Yeah, that's how old it is, right? Yeah, uh -huh. but you could be right. But and, and anyway, they taught us three round bursts because it's more yeah. efficient, more effective. Yeah, but, but I believe. Point, well, okay. My point being is, it's nobody's got the submachine guns, Uzis. Nobody's carrying those things. I mean, there's probably some out there. I can't say nobody. There there are legal ones out there, but. <laughs> Nobody's carrying those. The people are up in arms over AR-15s. Are, are you serious? No one's carrying assault, fully automatic uh, weapons anymore? I don't see anyone. Wow. Okay. I have an AR-15, dude. And it shoots. Dude, you are stuck on AR-15s. I'm just saying automatic weapons. You can't buy them. They're illegal. You can't purchase them. Where are you getting them? So if it's illegal, you're saying we can't buy them? No. Where are you getting them? I, I need some of your connections here. Where are you getting them? <laughs> Who's selling them out of a back of a van in your neighborhood? I just got a text. Yeah. Uh -huh. stop, yeah. Talk, stop talking about that. Right, right. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. And, and, and the point I'm getting is, is that's why the argument for that is dumb, because it's already illegal. So if you're telling oh, me okay. we need to get them off the streets, I agree with you, because it's already well, illegal. Well, listen, you know, I got it. They're illegal, right? But then now when we have all of these shootings, whether you want to call them school shootings or just but street shootings. rifles. 
I know, but they used to be, or they they they're familiar to people as a so maybe once again, like we talk about it, damn near every show, television and movies. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe that's where it's coming from and now. That's exactly. They, they got the about. assault rifles. Uh, they made those illegal. So now, hey, this uh, AR, it looks just like the old M16 or. Right. right? It's, it's people who have no idea what they're talking about, basing their opinions on something they think, and then they go and make a stink about it. So what do you say to the people who uh, say uh, an AR? What do you need that for? What do I need that for? Yeah. Uh, more accuracy? Distance? <laughs> have you ever I, I, laid I, down in a prone with a pistol? I, I can't stand it. Exactly. And you'll yeah. do, you'll sit there and you'll do shake and muscle yeah. figure, you know, you shut. Now you do that when they are, you got a nice snug fit and you can defend yeah, your property, your okay. family. Okay. To write the right to keep and bear arms, right? Uh-huh. We're going well, to back right to the bears arms again. Yeah. I got to go there. Chicago right. bears. <laughs> right. Um, how does that, how, how does that, that's just you. So you're saying you use that to shoot another person. No, you use that to protect your life and property. Yeah. So you'll shoot someone else to do that. You don't have to shoot somebody else. Maybe you can just, you know, shoot them in the leg when they're running. <laughs> oh, so if you shoot away, running away, retreat. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. everybody says you just shoot them in the leg. And why do you have to shoot them in the chest? Shoot them in the leg. Yeah. 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 Try that with a pistol at 100 yards. Oh, yeah. But they they don't want uh, M4s. Those are looked at uh, ARs are looked at as M4s, which are military weapons. And there's no need for the regular old well, civilian to carry okay. those. All right, let me settle this argument. Let me settle this argument. Oh, gonna, please do. I'm going to settle it right up because it go right back to the definition that we talked about in the Second Amendment, and you agreed with the. A well-regulated militia, and if a well-regulated militia is going to go against a government that's gone astray, what you going to do? Run out there with a bunch of nine mils and throw bullets at them? So maybe an AR might actually come in handy when you need to protect from the security for a free state. Yeah, I'm, it's not going to help, but okay. Why not? You know, uh, government has tanks. Okay, so maybe we should have tanks. Go ahead, see how far that gets you. <laughs> but you understand my point is, what's the purpose of an amendment to arm a militia against the government if we can't beat them? And then you're even trying to restrict it more, say, no, we need to use rocks instead. No, what? no, no, no. I said paper and scissors, no rocks. That hurt. Okay, that hurt. Rocks are a little bit dangerous. I got yeah, it. Yeah, those are dangerous, yeah. I got it. All right, we want to we so get So, Second on. Amendment, how do you feel about it? I, 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 I'm, I'm pro. Like I said, I think I made my case a minute ago. Uh, I am pro Second Amendment. I think I have the right to protect myself. I don't care if the gun's scary or not. I, I don't care because you can have all different kinds of looking guns. I can take a pistol and put it inside a bazooka. And if that scares you, I'm sorry, but it's still a pistol. Yeah. I just think that when we exercise our second amendment, right, we need to be a little more cautious. It, I don't think it's just as free willy as some people believe it is. Mm. It just gives you the right to, you know, put an armory down in your house and, you know, have the means to, to, you know, shoot up the whole neighborhood. I don't, I don't see a problem with people having an armory in their house, but it's like when you say, when you exercise that second amendment as a defense, that's where, that's where I have an issue because a lot of people are taking it like, Hey, uh, if you look at a lot of cases where I felt threatened, 
you know, uh, that stupid law they have down there in Florida, stand your ground. You know, it's it's almost like it's, you know, oh, I felt threatened. And then they come up with the scenario and it's justified. But you don't justify So then what I'm hearing is you don't think that um, bearing the arm or at least displaying an arm can de-escalate a situation. Oh, yeah, that's a serious deterrent in some so cases. Then, then what would be the harm in that? I don't see a need for uh, uh, some. OK, so my thing is, I don't see a need for someone to carry around an Uzi. No, I wouldn't need anybody to carry okay. around Uzi unless you're doing something illegal. Or D.A.R. I don't. Well, and, and I, don't, I don't think you would. I mean, I think the people who walk around, you know, trying to test the law because I have a Second Amendment and they have an AR yeah. strapped to their back. And not, I'm not talking about protesters. I'm talking about those idiots that go out there on, on like YouTube click videos, you know, mm-hmm. where they try to prove that they're they know those, the, the law and the Second yeah. Amendment. I think they're morons. I really think they're morons. And I think they probably um, just like, you know, play stupid games. You win stupid prizes. Right. I think they make all of us Second Amendment people look stupid. And they don't uh, help the argument because uh, there is no need to walk around a, a neighborhood for no purpose with an AR. And a shotgun. I, you or a shotgun, those? right. Or no, shotgun. I'm talking about both. Sometimes they have both. Well, right. But either yeah. way, I, I, I do understand if you have a, a, a pistol on your hip or, you know, concealed or unconcealed. I, I get that. That's fine. I think when you put an AR, I think you've taken it too far. But I do think you do have the right to own one. And if you keep it safe in your home for when you need it, whether protection or against a tyrannical government, mm-hmm. then it's fair. Yeah, I would be totally against everything you said if I trusted the government more. Who who trusts the government? Oh, it's a lot of people. Well, when it's convenient, a lot of people trust the government. No, they're just hypocrites because they'll talk trash yeah. about the government. And then when, it, they, yeah. when, like you said, when it's convenient. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, because yeah. the government's made up of people. And I think we've established the, the capabilities of a flawed people. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Let's 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 move on with this. Let's uh, let's pull the pin on this already, because I think right. uh, I think we can go several different routes on this. Uh, I don't know. If I think can. it would have been good if we had a case like that the one in uh, what do you call it? Kikawa, Kikawa, Kina, yeah, Kina, uh, Kinoshua. Yeah, that one, that one, that would have been a good case to talk about with the Second Amendment. Sure. Well, well, now we now everybody knows our stance on the Second Amendment and then they can just next time we want to break down that something like that. We can uh, we can put that into practical exercise. But this was just an exercise in uh, how we originally feel about our Second Amendment and mm-hmm. we'll see where it goes. But yeah. uh, let's let's just go ahead and pull the pin on this and move on to our favorite segment. Um for the namesake of the show, pull the pin already, where we talk about something in the real world that just irritates us and we want to share it with you. And I think, Mike, it's probably your turn here. because No, it's not my turn. But you I, know what? I'm going to take this turn, Jeff. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been on an airplane there, Jim? Oh, not I in the military. I've even spoke about the seats in the airplane, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So one thing I never liked... And this is something near and dear to my heart. Um, This is when you purchase an airline ticket, you and something goes wrong or whatever. Uh, Schedule changes. I don't care if it's two months out, two weeks out. You can't get a refund. I don't understand that. Why is it that? And it's probably another hmm, organization or group out there that 
won't give you a refund, but I, these, this one right here stands out for me. You can never get a refund. They can be late. You know, they can, man, I'm not going to say be early, mess up your, your plans, you know. Yeah, they can do that too. But they can be late. Uh, they can have engine trouble. They can have all of these issues, but they will not give you a refund. If I go buy something from the local supermarket here, Walmart, or here in Texas, the HEB or whatever, and something's wrong, I can get my money back. If I go to a restaurant and I don't like the food that they serve me, I can get my money back. Well, I probably wouldn't pay. Yeah. But you, you get what I'm saying, Jim. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say when it comes to refunds, full refund from airlines and you can't get it, we need to pull the pin on that, Jim. Right. And if they don't, Please, if they give you any kind of refund, they charge 150 bucks to re-ticket. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I can send a whole segment on airlines because they, they piss me off. And, and to make that worse, just to jump on the top of what you just said is not only do they not give you a refund, you know, they overbook intentionally, right? Yeah. So yep. when, when everyone happens to show up, <laughs> they sometimes pay people to move yeah. to a different flight. Yeah. What about the people who have a legitimate reason not to be there, which is why they uh -huh. requested a refund. They pay people who are there yep. to change flights. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're a bunch of crooks and I, I get it. But anyway, yep. I'm not going to poop on the airlines all day because we can do that whole segment on that. <laughs> I'm going to talk about something else, something else I want to poop on. Uh, a lot of pooping. Yeah. This is this thing um, we've all seen. They're called solicitors. Oh, God. I mean, I, I get it. You know, I, I believe in the capitalist way. I believe in, you know, boots to the ground, earn your money. I believe in it. I truly believe in it. Mm. But I just don't know what makes these people think that walking past the no soliciting signs up to a door with a no soliciting sign is going to win me over because you are selling a wonderful product. I can't live without. What are you thinking? Like, mm. really, I, I get it. You want to make business. I get it. I know it's a tough world. You know, everybody's eating each other alive for the business, but you're not gaining any ground when you walk right past no soliciting signs to knock mm -hmm. on my door. Yeah. So yeah. you just got to stop guys. Stop. Yeah. You want to put a flyer in my mailbox? Go right ahead. I don't care. It just goes in the garbage if I don't like it. And if I do like it, then maybe I'll call you. Maybe I'll set up an appointment and not show up just to piss you off. Maybe mm -hmm. I'll do that, but knock it off. Yeah. When people put up no soliciting, when communities put it up, that means they don't want you there. Mm -hmm. That includes Agreed. you people, you people selling religion. I know where to go and find it. Mm -hmm. I know exactly where to find my religion. Uh, you too. So that's what I'm pulling the pin on. Nah, I got to agree with you on that one. You know, if someone takes the time to put up a sign that says no soliciting and you walk right by, that's a guaranteed no customer. Right. At least right. in my house. You're not winning anybody over, but oh, yeah. I just happened to notice you had a no soliciting sign, but I thought my product was so good you needed to know. Hey, have you ever seen this? Right. I can show you some samples. Like, yeah. I can show you my assault rifle if you'd like yeah. to see it. <laughs> All right. Oh. That is all the time we have for this episode. Thanks for joining us here. Pull the pin already. Until next time, Godspeed. And pull the pin.